So thanks so much for having me, Terrell. My name again is Wilmina Gripper, and the name of my business is WEG Consulting and Training. I essentially help nonprofits create a foundation online, so really building their presence online. I also teach nonprofits how to create or develop a digital infrastructure, and then how to take advantage of uh, attracting donors, supporters, and volunteers online without the overwhelming frustration of technology. Awesome. So how did you find your way into this? Like, What was your background before this business? Oh, great question. Uh, I always call it my circle of life, so I'll give you the short version, the abridged version. Um, so my passion for serving the nonprofit community uh, is out of, really, it's just me walking my life out. Uh, in 2006, I established a 501c3 nonprofit called 123 Jump, and we provide jumper programs, camps, classes, and classes for children in grades four through eight. So really, I walk this walk. This has been a journey for me in knowing that I not only have a passion to serve a community, so um, yeah, I now have the opportunity to come back and serve alongside the community that I'm most passionate about serving. And as far as my technology experience, again, same thing. I discovered my passion for technology working with fifth and sixth graders uh, teaching school. My background is in something totally different. I'm retired okay. mechanical engineering, um, but I absolutely believe that this is where I'm supposed to be serving. And so I have taught anywhere from front uh, corporate level executives to, you know, frontline employees on how to utilize the power of technology to become more efficient in their business practices. And I wanted to bring that same skill set back to the nonprofit community. Okay, so when it comes down to working with non-for-profit, do you focus on any type of, I guess, type of non-for-profit or do you scale across all non-for-profit organizations? That's a great question. Uh, really, the niche that I generally am, really, it's even most passionate about, it's, it's the health and wellness sector. So any non-profit leader that has a desire to um, help youth and help children, mm -hmm. I pretty much kind of cater to that organization. Although I can help other organizations, that's where I am most passionate. If you have the, the um, desire to want to help youth, leadership, health and wellness or fitness, that's generally the organizations that um, find themselves working with me. Okay. So I noticed also, I mean, the one, two, three jump. Um, I noticed that on your social media page. I guess does that play, I guess, where your, your heart is with helping the those in the healthcare and the wellness sector? Yes, um, I have a lot of superpowers. So, you know, I know teaching is my, uh, my, my gift, my area that I um, thrive in, but whether it's teaching technology, whether it's teaching health and wellness, um, that's where I'm comfortable. I also taught group fitness for, fit, for 15 years. And so out of that, comfort and out of being in a group fitness classroom and inspiring and motivating people through music and movement. Um, I wanted to bring that to the kids at the school. So one, two, three jump is just an outlet for me to be able to serve the community and not only talk about uh, wanting to be able to help other people, but actually living that out. So, yeah. Okay. So with, you know, when you come down to work with non-for-profit organizations and do you find that many of them are, I guess, unfamiliar with the tech tools to help them achieve their mission? Or do you find that, you know, they understand it or they just don't have the time and the resources to explore? That's a great question, Terrell. Most nonprofits that I work with 
do not come to me saying, hey, I have a need for technology. They actually have a need to grow, right? So their, their challenge, their greatest challenge is how can they grow? So I really have the opportunity or a unique opportunity to use technology as a bridge in order to show them that there is a quicker path uh, to position your, for example, to position your nonprofit online so that people can find out about you. It's one thing to have a great cause, but it's another thing to be positioned online so that people can find you. So then you can start attracting those donors and supporters and potential volunteers to work with their organization. But if there are a lot of nonprofits that are not even positioned online or have a social presence, so people don't know anything about their cause. And that's what I'm trying to teach them how to do. And I was looking at some of your videos. I think one of the things you talked about was uh, how a lot of companies are, they look at their Facebook page or their different social media pages, but they overlook things like, you know, someone just Googling their business. Mm. <laughs> what are some of the, the misconceptions that people have about Google or, or why do you think people have kind of, you know, not paid as much attention to that side of it? Well, again, in my finding, they just do not know. So all of the technology that's available to nonprofits, even though there are a lot of tech marketplaces and even something as simple as knowing about Google My Business, most, most startup nonprofits and even existing nonprofits, they just don't know about it. Um, again, they're focused on growing their organization, but we've been so accustomed to kind of boots on the ground and using strategies that we know person to person and word of mouth, opposed to knowing how to harness the power of technology and utilize a digital strategy in order to position their organization online. So I just think that they, even though these are things that we normally do on a regular basis, right, going to Google and we're searching, uh, you know, being able to know what the keywords for your organization are that people are looking for in order for you to begin to organically even rank up in the search engines such as Google. How do you even know how to do that? So it's really about just trying to educate nonprofits so that they understand, hey, these two these tools are available to you, and most nonprofits they're available for free. Mm -hmm. And so, when you're starting to work with a not-for-profit organization, how does that that conversation is is it usually like a light bulb moment for them, or or does it seem a bit overwhelming, or how do you break it down to where they feel like, hey, you know what, there is opportunity, and this is something that I can actually handle. I think it's because most, whether it's, you know, any nonprofit organization, we all face different challenges. So I always approach each individual organization um, and try to address their unique challenges. Yes, they fall in line with some of the same issues, but one organization may be challenged with just creating their presence online. Another organization may be challenged with um, growing their presence online. So those are two different things. So at first, just you know, sit down with an organization and figure out, hey, what is your greatest challenge? Once I realize what their greatest challenge is and even prioritize it, because we may have one or two or three things going on, but then we prioritize what their issues are. After we prioritize what the issues are, then we can create solutions around those. And pretty much uh, for the majority of organizations that I've had the opportunity to work with or the pleasure to work with, there is an answer, there is a solution that technology can uh, assist with so that they can grow their organization and essentially increase their impact. Okay. Now, I came across your 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 business when I was um, on Facebook and I saw 
you're hosting a seminar. Tell us a little bit about the, the seminars and the webinars that you host as a resource. Okay, so the specific seminar I think you're speaking of would be Getting Past Startup. And uh, the acronyms, of course, GPS. And it's for a startup nonprofit. It is a four-week accelerator online training where we focus on four key areas for new nonprofits or up-and-coming nonprofits. We also, in our last session, we had individuals that were looking to start a nonprofit, so there's still value based on whether you are a startup or even it's just an idea or a concept. So the idea is we focus on your social blueprint, building that and teaching you how to build that. We focus on creating and establishing your budget blueprint, how to build that and what it should look like. We also focus on your board blueprint. So the things that you need as a startup nonprofit and being able to understand what's the difference between a founding board and a funding board and just helping you establish a foundation or the blueprint for your board. And last but not least, uh, your volunteer blueprint. So a couple of key areas in that, how to attract a steady flow of high quality leads or volunteers online. Mm -hmm. And then once you have those leads in, how to qualify them, meaning a turnkey solution or, you know, introducing them to a turnkey solution on how to do all of the background checks so that these do not, these manual processes don't slow them down. So essentially we use technology again to address the challenges, but we also teach you how to become more efficient by using technology, creating systems, and then automating some of these processes so that you can maximize the resources that you have available and that manpower then be turn, turns into really automated systems mm -hmm. and solutions. Yeah, and I can that is a huge benefit, even from my experience in it with the for-profit space where I used to work for General Electric. And one of the, the things that we were doing as, as business leaders is trying to figure out how do you automate some, many of those manual processes. One is so you're, you're, you can focus on the really core part about what your business is about versus just being having to hire so many people just to keep up with the processes. So I think that's huge. Yeah, um, I've found, especially over the last couple of years, uh, when you're dealing with whether it's volunteers and when you're trying to build anything. So a lot of the things with me being in the for-profit sector, I think the benefit for me with utilizing technology in the for-profit se sector, I was able to take some of those same strategies and now bring them to the nonprofit sector. So that example, creating the system and then automating the system, it really teaches us how, as I said before, to become more efficient and streamline our processes just so that we can um, reallocate that resource somewhere else, right? And maximize their potential. And it's not just a manual process anymore. And it's really going to speed up the, the time that you see that you were spending on doing, you know, spinning your wheels to do one particular thing. Even if we use the volunteers as an example, you know, online are paper forms, paper forms, then filling the forms out, getting the form back to you, having to come up to, on, you know, to your office to actually interview. We've streamlined that whole entire process where it's a three-step process. We are uh, driving traffic online. They come into a, a simple funnel, right? A volunteer funnel. We get to vet them. They go through a online process, online interview, send in. Um, their video, and then we walk them through an online um, orientation as well, and as well as background checks. So it's all online. It's all automated. And so it's not just the manual 
back and forth, email back and forth. A whole system is now set up where that time that I was spending trying to talk back and forth to people, it's putting them into a funnel and they move into the next step of the funnel once they complete, you know, step one, step two, step three. Awesome. So how can people get in touch with you? So if there's a nonprofit out there that's like, you know, we could use, we can use your help on this. How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, you can check me out. I have a website, excuse me, come to grips.tech. So www.comedogrips.tech. Uh, you can also find me online via Facebook. And again, same thing. Um, the handle is at come to grips. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram and YouTube, same handle, at Come to Grips. So you can check me out on any of those platforms. I'm also on LinkedIn, Come to Grips again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but again, it works. And so the positioning yourself online in those on those different social media platforms, you never know. Yes, you need to identify where your people are hanging out. But if I'm mm -hmm. identified on all of those platforms, guess what? You can find me. Okay, and I guess you brought up a really good point. Before we end the interview, I do want to talk about that point. Now, how important is it? Well, two things. How important is it to have the consistency of the, your name across all these different platforms? Like, how important have you found that, or is it important at all? I personally would rank it at, as important in the, in the sense of this. Um, again, if I am trying to, for me, build authority in the marketplace and or be identified as a brand in the marketplace, I don't necessarily want people to have to, at one minute they're looking for me at Come to Grips, the next minute they're looking for me at WEG, and then they're looking for me at Tech Pool. It's, it's part of your strategy if you're trying to grow. Once you become an identified brand or a recognized brand, I think that you know, you can be identified by multiple things, but in the building stage, in the building process, I think consistency is very important um, so that they can become, they can identify you with one uh, potential, hey, this is who you are. Strategy-wise, on the back end, you know, you see many businesses buy one or two or three or four or five domains and people think they're buying from different companies. That's a whole nother can of worms, mm -hmm. but just in the building phase, I think it's absolutely important to be consistent in your branding across the board so that you're not having to send a different message and having people look for you in multiple places and with multiple handles. Okay. And the second thing is, how important is it to be on the different platforms? Because different organizations may feel like, hey, well, we don't really know too much about Instagram or we don't really know too much about LinkedIn. So they just focus only on one platform. How important is it to you know, cover all of the platforms, or is it important at all? That's a great question. I think the priority there, or what's most important, would be where are your people hanging out. In order for you to determine, do you need to be on all of those platforms? You need to determine where your people are hanging out first, and that's where you want to build your identified audience first. And I'm not saying that it's not important to be on those other platforms, but if you know that your folks are hanging out on IG and you're constantly pushing to Facebook, you know, it's really kind of null and void. So it's more important, in my opinion, to be on the platform that you know where your people are hanging out first, and then you can begin to position yourself on other platforms once you're established. Okay. And, and you've even taken that same strategy you've used on that one platform and then go duplicate it on the other platforms as well. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and the interview. Um, yes, and all the best in, in 
if there are any not-for-profit leaders out there, or if you know someone that does have a not-for-profit, definitely check out WEG Consulting because we will add some links there so you can get in touch with them to get all the help that you need for your not-for-profit. Terrell, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate you guys um, taking the time to just even invest in what we're doing and allowing us the platform to be able to share so that other nonprofit leaders know we're out here and we are a resource to be able to help. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple. Редактор